Hello everyone and welcome to High School, the podcast. I will be your host, Alexandra Bernal, for this week's episode. And for this week's episode, we do have our notorious person. And the one I chose was Freddie Overstegen. Just to give a little insight on who Freddie was, Freddie was born in Scotland, Netherlands on September 6th. And funny enough, we do have the same birthday, which is really cool. So Freddie was born in a small village where she had a very simple and minimalistic life. She moved out in a barge with her family when she and she lived there for three years. If you don't know what a barge is, a barge is like a little boat in the middle of the ocean, not in the middle of the ocean, like in the dock, and they live there. The space is so small where it was where it was Freddie, her sister, and her brother and her mom and her dad, five people, and really only four people could fit in a dock like that. So they were obviously very poor and they always lived in poverty. They couldn't afford a home. They couldn't afford an apartment. They couldn't afford the rent, the light, the water. They couldn't afford all of that. So their best decision for the family that the dad made was to live in a barge. At a very young age, Freddie, Freddie's parents started having problems. They started arguing about financials they started arguing about any little thing they would get mad about just because I guess they were so stressed that they didn't have many financial great statuses that they would take it out on each other so with all that being said at the end of the day they decided that they would have a divorce so this divorce really 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 hit the family hard just because her family was very close, they were family oriented and they were very religious. So they didn't really believe in divorcing or breaking up. They didn't believe in any of that. They always thought that family was unity, family was one, family was always together. So it really hit the family very hard. It got so hard that it hit the children pretty bad. They wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't go out and play. They wouldn't go out with their friends. They didn't want to see their mom they didn't want to see their dad they didn't want to live with that inside of them they just wanted to get out of the house or get out of the barge in their case and they wanted to be away from there so about two years after the divorce happened they were still not very happy that that happened between their parents but obviously her mom or her dad had to move on and in this case her mom moved on pretty quickly after and she remarried after she remarried they still lived in poverty they still lived in constant fear for their family that they were gonna get their apartment taken away because they did get an apartment and it was just very hard for them to keep their financial statuses to to a level and in this home, in this apartment, there was constant, constant arguing about financial statuses the same way that her last relationship was in a barge. They were just arguing about financial statuses. Freddie's mom would tell her and her sister the only way that there was to get out of this poverty was to join the Dutch resistance. 
The Dutch Resistance was a nonviolent organization that would protest against the German Nazis. During this time, these Germans were, were executing the Jewish people. They were executing anyone who didn't look like them or who didn't hold their, like, um, anyone who didn't have the same nationality. They would kill and they would murder and they would torture and they would do whatever they could just so they could have a less popular a less popularity of those kind of people because they wanted the whole world to be German. They wanted all of their country to be German people only. During this time was the World War II and during the war the Overstegen family hid many Jews in their home. Freddie and her older sister started handing out Nazi pamphlets, which later gained the attention of resistance commanders. And like I said, her mom would tell them to join this um, community to get out of poverty. So her mother approved of them doing this and then later joined the Council of Resistance. Freddie was just 14 at the time, keep in mind. Not knowing any anything she was going to do or what she had to prepare for, she had to grow up so quickly mentally and prepare herself for what she had signed up for. And later on in her career with the Dutch resistance, she grouped up with the Dutch collaborators and her younger sister to assassinate and ambush Nazi German Nazis. So if you really think about it, her and her sister were legit hitmen. And Freddie Oversteen was just a teenager when she started killing Nazis with her sister during this time. The sister slowly started getting rid of Germans and helped Jews out with the dictatorship going on in the country. The sisters would also seduce men, German men specifically, with their looks. And then according to their plan, they would assassinate the men one by one. This future for them, it got this community, this job of theirs, because it was an actual job, it got very, very serious to the point where they had to include a third person because they were so good at what they were doing. And if they thought if they included one more person, it would help more to get rid of more Germans. And this third person was named Hanny Shaft. And the three girls used so many things to try and kill these men, such as dynamite to disable bridges and railroad tracks. They would also smuggle Jewish children out of the country to escape the concentration camps. And even if they murdered these people, even if they murdered these people that they hated so much, they were heroes to their family. They were heroes to their people and to anyone who was scared of not living to the next day. These people in their community finally had someone to help them and someone to go to when they felt scared. They felt like they had a whole army behind them with three, three girls. There is a trigger warning that I, what I'm about to say next. So just so you guys are aware, there is a trigger warning. Freddie and her two partners killed many German soldiers. Freddie was also the first to kill a German soldier by shooting him while she rode her bicycle. Isn't that crazy? She killed him 
while while riding her bicycle. The three women would lure the men in into thinking that they were interested with their looks. On many occasions, Freddie says, we would lure soldiers into the woods under the persistence of romantic overture and kill them. I would meet the German soldiers in a bar and would ask them to take a stroll in the forest. During the time, Stegan didn't feel any guilt for these men. I mean, why would she? Her people were constantly living in fear, not knowing if the next day they would be alive or not. So a question I do have and a question that I did make myself and I want to ask you guys is if we were in the situation like the Holocaust, if you were in a situation like that, would you ever take the initiative to take on a role like Freddie did to protect her family and her people? I honestly have an answer for that and I feel like most people would agree with me, but everyone does have their own opinion. I feel like I would take the initiative to take on a role like that just because I would do anything for my family and I would do anything for my community so I know if someone is endangering us I would do anything as possible to stop it to help stop it and if that meant killing someone that hated us it's my life or their life I would choose my life so I would help my community out and my family out and like i have said before these women were heroes to their community they were someone that many people look up to just because they saved them and after the war overstegen served as a board member in the national hanisha foundation which was established by her sister it was initially established by her sister but then Freddie over like she became owner of the company and it was a whole big deal where they would give out many things and they would help out their community they would give them food water they would give them places to stay in it was a whole foundation that would help out the Netherlands people and in 2014 Freddie was awarded the mobilization war cross by Dutch prime minister himself Mark Ruttel for the acts of resistance and in Harlem there is actually a street named after her at the end of Freddie's life she didn't really want to reminisce these memories that she had done when she was younger she didn't really want to talk about these things but before she did die she did make a documentary and she did give out all her truths I guess she didn't want to live with the guilt in herself that what she had done so there is a documentary on that if you are interested in Freddie Overstegen's life and post-war and after and before, how she got into it, how it all came about, how she felt. There is a documentary. So if you want to check that out, it's, also, it's called The Life of Freddie Overstegen. At the end of her life, Freddie started experiencing many series of heart attacks. She literally died one day before her 93rd birthday so freddie was born on september 6th and she died the day of september 5th and on the day of september 6th she was supposed to be rewarded with the mobilization war cross award by dutch prime minister mark ruddle but her life came to an end and she had to unfortunately pass away 
but the award was still given to her and in her memory. And that is the life of Freddie Overstegen. If you are interested in more about her life, I know that there's so much more detail that there's really like you could really get into. So if you're interested in her life and more of what she did, you could check out her documentary. It's called The Life of Freddie Overstegen on YouTube or on any platform. And I recommend that you guys watch my peers podcast on Meritorious People. I guarantee you they do not disappoint whatsoever. Thank you guys so much for hearing my podcast today and bye.